welcome back to the Real Positive Girl Podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Tuesday to you. I hope that you are having a great day today and that it is starting off really well, especially if this is your wake up time, if you're just getting up for the day, just getting started. I hope that it's going to just continue to be amazing and fantastic and you feel productive. And if you're in the middle or towards the end of your day, I hope that it was pretty great. I hope that it was awesome. And you know, I, I say pretty great because I don't expect any day to be perfect or the most magical day of your entire life every single day. That's a lot. So that's a pretty high expectation to have. So I just hope that it was pretty, pretty great, pretty awesome, felt productive, you felt happy. Maybe it was one of the best days of your life. And if it was, that's awesome. Um, but if it was not, if it was terrible, if it was bad, and I'm not laughing at your problems, I'm laughing at the fact that like this is just real life. And I think it's so fun and enjoyable to talk about real life issues and and just make it like a regular conversation to have, you know, and not make it negative, just be able to talk about it. But I just want to tell you that if you did have a rough day, that I hope that you were able to take your five minute reset time. And if you weren't, you're welcome to do it right now. But all you need to do is take five minutes to be alone, be able to find some peace, come back to baseline, you know, kind of just like regroup yourself and be able to, you know, think about some things that you're grateful for and be able to walk away from your reset time, you know, feeling grateful for every other good thing that's going well in your life, um, maybe some problem solving um, ideas to be able to get over the crap that's getting in your way, you know, whether you'll be able to fix it today or tomorrow or sometime in the future, but also what walking away feeling, you know, optimistic, positive, you know, at least like just uh, marginally like happy, just okay. You know, you want to, you want to be able to walk away from it feeling neutral at least, but not negative. Please do not have the attitude of just throwing the whole day away because that is the, such a waste. Also, it is very like short-sighted of, you know, wanting to make sure that you are grateful for other things that are happening in your life. It's not fair to just have a bad attitude and throw the whole day away just because a couple bad things happened. You want to be able to just find things that'll help you get through the rest of the day and then move on to the next. I understand the feeling of wanting to just move on to the next day, get this day over with, but you can still be grateful and, you know, neutral and, you know, slightly optimistic and happy for other things that are going well in your life. So I digress. But um, just a reminder that this week we were talking about no more negativity. It kind of feels like today's a Monday or yeah, today's a Monday, um, that Tuesday's a Monday since Monday was a holiday, but it's not, but it kind of is. I don't know if anyone else is feeling like that, so it feels kind of weird. But again, this week we're talking about no more negativity, um, and today, Tuesday, we are talking about how self-doubt and worry works into um, that negativity issue. So let's go ahead and just jump right in. I think today is going to be a relatively quick episode. We shall see. I feel like every time I say that, it's not true. Um, so self-doubt and worry play into personal negativity pretty hard because these are emotions we are thrusting upon ourselves even if it has to do with outside sources. You know, self-doubt and worry are things that we are feeding into ourselves. Um, even if, like I said, even if it comes from outside sources, even though, even if we are influenced by social media or people in our lives or people that we see from a distance or even people that are unfairly putting expectations, project, projecting their expectations onto us, you know, we are still the ones like harboring and fostering the the self-doubt and the worry in us. So 
we need to take a step back and realize what we are doing to ourselves and to, you know, be able to combat it and cut it out as much as we can. Um, Worry may seem like something super innocent, but when it is abused, it becomes a huge problem. Worry causes a spiral of fear and anxiety because it's the never-ending anticipation of uncertain events and an unknown future. So, you know, you might just be like, oh, I'm just worried about my kid going to their first day of school, or I'm just worried about my husband being home alone for the weekend, or I'm just worried about my friend, you know, feeling like she's not going to um, do well on her job interview tomorrow, like all these like things that are just kind of like little worries in your life when really, if you decide to take sometimes even just an additional step in the worry, then it can really spiral out of control. Like if, like for the example of your friend going on an interview, you might feel so worried that you continually to call them and you're, you're up all night looking up advice on how the best way to win an interview is and what they should wear and giving them all this um, advice that they didn't necessarily ask for. You might even find yourself like asking if you can go to the interview with them or just kind of like following them there, making sure that they're doing, that they're doing well. Um, sometimes, sometimes people will step over bounds and actually show up there or call the people afterwards to try to convince them to hire them, like things like that. Or another example would be, um, not, uh, like worrying about maybe leaving your spouse over the weekend all alone and maybe not necessarily because of like infidelity worry, but just worried about them being able to take care of themselves. And I've definitely been in this case before where I've left my husband home while going on a trip with my child to visit a friend of mine and worry that he wouldn't, um, be able to feed himself or, you know, take care of himself or know where emergency supplies are. And, you know, it got so out of control that there were moments where I was like, maybe I just need to go back home now, even though the trip was only across the state. So it was like six hours away and like by plane, it's an hour. So, you know, there were definitely times where I was like, I can just go home right now or I'd call him profusely or send text messages and be like, are you sure you know where this, this, and this is? And, you know, um, and label things before I go and, and just be so constantly caught up and worried because I just feel like if you just take that additional step to let worry run out of control in your life, it'll just take over everything. And it's so hard to come away from that rather than just trying to prevent it. But in both ways, it's, it, it's definitely um, something to work on no matter where you are at in your journey of worry. Um, worry is a negative emotion, even though it can seem very endearing, caring, and thoughtful, but it will take over your mind if you let it in rule your life, as I just said. Um, here are some ways to move on from worrying so much and bringing yourself back to a more like perspective and balance in your life. You know, um, worry is one of those things where you're not really um, taking the correct perspective um, or you're and you're definitely not having balance in your life because you're just letting it run rampant. So try to pay attention to your thoughts. You know, be aware of what you're thinking about, what emotions those thoughts are bringing out of you and how you are overall affected. So definitely, you know, when you're worrying about your child's first day of school and you're finding yourself wanting to stay with them the whole class and kind of talk to the teachers and evaluate curriculum and all the rules and, you know, sitting in the car the whole day because you're afraid to drive away in fear something will go wrong and checking in in the middle of the day, calling the school, all of these things. Um, 
you know, you want to pay attention to like those thoughts that are popping in your head and you're like, okay, well maybe I need to go in and check. But then it's like, okay, but do I need to check? And if I don't check, what will happen? So really be aware of like what thoughts are happening. Why are they popping into your head? Asking yourself if those things are real. Do you really need to um, act on them? Should you like spend some more time evaluating them? Like just be very aware of what, what, um, what your thought pattern is and um, what those thoughts are, what thought, what actions those thoughts are leading you to. I hope that made sense. Um, becoming more mindful will allow you to change your thoughts and spit it into something else. Um, you will for sure get the opportunity to evaluate what is causing you worry and then decide what to do about it to prevent it from hanging over your head. So like I said, if you just evaluate the thought patterns, what thoughts you're having, and then become more mindful to really think about it and be like, okay, so am I, and ask yourself, like, am I really worried that you know, something bad's going to happen? Or am I just having the anxiety, like separation anxiety because I'm so used to my child, like being home with me? And, you know, are you dealing with control issues because you're used to being in control of, you know, what your child's doing and, and how they're eating and how they're dealing with other kids and, you know, just having that overall control and letting go of control is one of the hardest things. It's so tough because it gives you such power. It gives you such like false, um, uh, false like feelings of feeling whole, feeling complete, feeling important, feeling um, like that is the most important thing in your entire life. So I totally understand that. Like I said, I completely resonate with having those kind of issues and overly worrying, but it's important to be mindful and take the time to think like, okay, am I really worried? What is this actually stemming from? What does this actually mean? You know, are these worries just disguising actual problems that I need to face head on and deal with? Um, cause like a lot of times, uh, things that are at the front of your mind are really just masking the deeper problems that actually need to be worked on and you need to find support for those things and which is not a bad thing please let me remind you that it's always good to find help always no matter who it is find help do it it's fine I see counseling every two weeks it's been a while now because I've actually been feeling like I'm doing well um and I've kind of taken like a little bit of a break only for like a month definitely uh, talking to my counselor soon but there's no shame in it just a reminder. <laughs> um, I always talk about the five minute reset um, at the top of the show every time and that is another way to combat worry. Take the actual worry out of it and take some time to regain peace and clarity allowing you a better opportunity to problem solve instead of dwell. So instead of dwelling on the worry of oh my gosh my husband's gonna be alone or oh my gosh my best friend like will she do well in her job interview? Um, all of these things like or maybe you submit it to be for a job promotion yourself or to have um, just some sort of other opportunity and you're and you're so worried about the outcome and how it's going to affect you um, either way whether it's positive or negative take some time to really step back from the situation and gain some peace and clarity and then actually think about like okay so you know I I do not encourage dwelling because even trying to think of uh, possibilities if the thing goes good and then all the outcomes from that and then if the thing goes bad, all the outcomes from that, that's definitely dwelling. So you want to take time to think like problem solving. Like, okay, what happens if I don't, if this thing doesn't work out for me? Then I'll go on to this and then be done with it. But if it does work out for you and then you think about, okay, well, this is all the things that are going to stem from that and then you're done with it. Don't dwell on it. Don't spend like hours and hours thinking about it unless it's like one of the 
biggest life decisions you have to make in your entire life, which is something totally separate and an absolute extent, um, uh, you know, exception from this whole thing. But you know what I mean, okay? You know what I mean. So don't dwell. Take some time to problem solve or just let it go. Um, you could also stop yourself from being influenced by others around you and constant social media interruptions. So we all know that the time, it, that social media is fun. I love it. You know, I think it's great. Um, I, you know, I don't really like Facebook. Um, I use it kind of, but I prefer Instagram. Um, TikTok is fun, but I don't really post on there. But I, I, I'm trying to figure out if I can, like, would that even really work? You know, I feel I'm, I'm like of the older millennials and I'm just like mm, I'm not sure if this is a thing but anyway um, I enjoy social media just in general and I find though that if you spend a lot of time in there and you really like dive deep and you believe everything that you see you get sucked into believing that what you're seeing is someone else's constant reality when that's not the truth because everyone knows that mostly social media is uh, a highlight reel. Um, there are definitely a lot of people on there, including myself, that are very real and vulnerable and transparent about what they're going through and what's, what their real life is like. But a lot of people aren't or, you know, a lot of people are just posting their highlights because it helps people to feel um, more positive and excited and help them motivate them to work towards um, those same goals as well. I totally get it. I see both sides of it. But sometimes if you just let it overtake your life and really dictate how you're thinking about things and um, and it bringing like shame to you and guilt to you as well and bringing you down, you really need to evaluate whether it's healthy for you to spend as much time on it as you are. Or, you know, I know one of the biggest things right now that's happening is people are coming down on using filters in social media, like on Snapchat or on Instagram or whatever it may be, because you know, you're hiding any sort of flaws you may have, you're distorting what you look like. And um, in some people that really hurts them because they will spend all their time putting filters on their face and then not want to do ones that aren't without because when they see their face without a filter, they feel bad about it. And I know that not everyone feels that way. I don't feel that way. I think filters are fun. Um, I love using them, but I don't feel like I always use a filter. So it doesn't really affect me negatively like that. But if it does for you, then that's something to, you know, take into account and really think about, wow, maybe I should stop doing that. Or maybe I should spend less time or maybe I should take like a digital detox break. Like all of those things are fine. Also being influenced by people around you. Um, it's important to realize the group of friends that that surround you because birds of a feather flock together, you know, you are an extension of your five closest friends. Like you need to realize who in your life is influencing you and are they influencing you for the better or for the worse. It's just something to think about and maybe take a step back and realize if you need to make changes there, a couple tweaks, big changes, no changes at all. Um, maybe you have the greatest group of friends that are super positive and very good on the influential side and it's just social media that's bringing you down. I don't know. That's something for you to evaluate. Um, I feel like uh, social media brings up feelings in us we didn't even know we could worry or care about and those in our lives that tend to burden us with their extra baggage can be an issue as well. So we need to establish boundaries even with social media to cut out any extra worrying opportunities. Um, practicing gratitude is always a good option as well. It helps to humble you and set your mind in the right perspective. I know that I've talked about gratitude a lot. I'm not going to harp on this. I just encourage you to spend time creating that list every day, whether it's in a notebook, um, uh, it's in your planner, it's in a voice note, it's in an actual journal, um, whatever it is, create a list of things that you are grateful for, small, big, in the middle, 
and continue to practice gratitude because it'll always like bring you back down from feeling all about yourself or bring you up from feeling so low about yourself, humble you and really uh, set your mind to have a good perspective on life. And I know I always talk about being self-aware, but it's super important and I'm going to mention it here again um, by asking yourself questions and finding out if your worry is rational, necessary, or productive. It will help you to lessen and redirect your mental energy to problem solving or letting go altogether. Maybe it's just not your issue to deal with. And I believe I mentioned this just a little bit ago, it's important to really ask yourself questions and become more mindful and self-aware to be like, should I actually be dealing with this? Is this actually something worth worrying about? By me worrying, how am I going to, how is that going to fix the problem? How is that going to assist whoever is actually going through the problem? Is this problem something for me to bear? Probably not. And it's important to ask yourself those questions, become more self-aware, realize that you're probably just giving yourself more undue stress and anxiety than you actually need. So take the time to become more self-aware, ask yourself the questions and find out if all of these things swirling through your mind are, is actually worth your time. It's probably not. <laughs> the last thing I want to offer as a solution to help lessen worry is to start journaling um, what your worries are about, um, which can create a space to put all these thoughts and maybe not take up too much space in your mind, you know, get it out on paper and go from there. Um, it's I find that if you aren't able to mentally take a step back from your worries, if you just get them all out on paper um, or on a voice note or some sort of journal, diary, notebook, whatever it is, just get it all out and you kind of feel like you're unloading from your own mind and then maybe it'll you'll be able to better put things into perspective, create problem-solving solutions, um, maybe be able to divide things into spaces where you need to get help with those things and you can deal with these things at a different time. It's not time yet. These things are not your problem. These are some solutions for these things. Help you to better map it out and figure out what you need to do as opposed to keeping it all in your head, continuing to spiral out of control and just cause you um, become weaker and weaker with that burden um, holding you down. Now, let's quickly chat about self-doubt. Uh, self-doubt is a normal thing we all experience, but if we let it control us like worry, it will take over our lives. Um, self-doubt is not only coming, only coming after and questioning your current abilities, but also the potential for new ones in the future. It's kind of like holding ourselves captive for fear we won't succeed. It's it's so sad because, you know, you doubt that you're able to do the things that you're doing already in life for some reason because, you know, um, you again, social media will come at you and be like, oh, if you're not doing it this way, you're doing it the wrong way. And it's like, no, I feel like there are multiple ways to do many things or someone else will just like come and try to make you feel bad because they are jealous and they're projecting that jealousy and that anger uh, for them not being able to do that thing onto you and making you feel like you're not doing it well anymore out of nowhere. Um, or competition will just come and someone is able to do the same things as you and so you feel inferior to that because they're more confident in the way that they do it. All of those kind of things. Um, so, and then, um, you know, self-doubt for not being able to you know, step outside of your comfort zone, try new things, you know, really put yourself out there. It's just, you really are holding yourself captive um, by fear. So here are a few ways to break away from self-doubt. 
First, remind yourself that you are capable of doing the things you are doing and have the ability and competence to try new things without the weight of winning or losing. So basically, just go out there and continue doing what you're doing and try new things. It's totally fine. You are capable, like especially if you're already doing something and you've lost, you can, you're can you harboring self-doubt on being able to continue to do those things. Um, maybe just something that's just got you off. Just remind yourself you are able to do it already and you're still continuing to you're still can continue to do it and you are capable of doing so if you just look back at the record and the history and realize oh well I already do this I can continue doing it you also have the capability and the smarts to go after new things everyone does not everyone's going to succeed but everyone does um, also create a list of current accomplishments to remind yourself that you are amazing and possibilities are endless. Again, this goes back to, you know, viewing the history, like, okay, you've become so um, doubtful and being able to do anything or continuing on the course that you are on, you know, create a thing, create a list of things that you've already accomplished, the things that you've already succeeded at. And it can be a kind of like a reminder to you, a, uh, a boost in your confidence to be like, oh my gosh, you know, I did do all these things and you did all these things under whatever stress, you know, what under whatever burdens, under whatever, um, you know, restrictions that you may have had and problems and hurdles that you have in your life. Think about that, you know, really, really, really take the time to think about that and you'll be, and you'll change your mind real quick, I believe. And it'll at least give you a little bit more confidence. Also stop comparing yourself to others. And this is one of the biggest ones and probably the hardest habit to break away from but you can do it. Stop comparing yourself to others. It is not worth your time. It's not worth your energy. You're not accomplishing anything by saying that this person is better than you because of all these reasons. Like, what are you actually accomplishing? How is that making you better? It's not. <laughs> it's just not. It, and I know that we can definitely dive deeper into this topic, and I'm not going to do that now, but it's, it's just, it's not a rational thought to be having that continually comparing yourself to someone else, um, unless you're using them as a measurement to get to that same goal and you're being nice to yourself and you're being, um, you're being kind to yourself while you're continually to work on those things, then that's something totally different. Uh, know that your efforts are totally worth it because even if you don't succeed, you will still learn and grow through the experience. I say this all the time. No matter what, you know, don't think of it as failing. Just think of it as making mistakes to learn from along the way. You will learn and grow as you go along and that might even help you to try again in the future and not, um, you know, quote unquote fail or be able to do better at working towards that opportunity or that goal and when trying new things don't rush it there is no timer even if you feel like there is one and it's not a race people who say there is a timer or that it is a race are speaking directly from their pride do not believe them realize that they're just trying to spook you they're just trying to intimidate you you know don't listen to them there is no rush you know even if you feel like you're too old to do this, that, and the other. Believe me, I've been there many times, all the time. Um, and I am 34. I feel like a lot, of, I've wasted a lot of time in my life, but I also feel like, you know, I've spent a lot of time doing other things and I'm just now rounding out to other goals that some people may have already hit, but they also haven't hit some of the goals that I've already hit. So there's, those things are important to keep in mind, but there's no reason to rush. 
no one's in a rush just do it at your own pace so that you can do it the best way you can um, also make small changes along the way to become more confident and fearless you know build up to that mindset to prevent you from becoming overwhelmed you know you want to jump start and be like okay I'm not gonna have self-doubt anymore I'm gonna believe in myself that's great that's great but that doesn't mean you need to just jump right into you know take small steps if you know yourself well enough to be like oh my gosh I might just get totally overwhelmed and just like jump ship and then be back where I started or even worse make small steps towards becoming more confident and fearless and then you will be the most confident person ever lastly keep trying even when you make mistakes and don't have any regrets even try and effort is worth the experience and possible unknown opportunities that could come out of those experiences you know it's so important don't give up keep trying if it's, if it's really important to you, you will try multiple times to hit that goal to achieve it. You'll find workarounds. You'll find people to help you and assist you. You know, you'll find different ways to work on it and work towards it. You will accomplish those things if they're important to you. And maybe along the way you'll realize it's not that important. And don't let fear get in your way and tell you that it's not important. You know, if you know it's just fear, kind of push that out of the way and be like, what are the limitations? You know, can I actually do this? Will this actually benefit me? Is this what my heart is telling me? Okay, let's go. I just want you just, and don't have any regrets. Don't have any regrets for doing something and then your whole world shifting to another way. Because it just means that by you following the journey that you're on, some other new opportunity that probably would not have come out has, has appeared to you. You decided to take that route and change everything. And that's fine. It doesn't mean you made a mistake. It doesn't mean that you need to regret what you did and you should have gone a different way. It just means that, you were there at the right time for that right opportunity. You decided to take it and that's totally fine. And maybe that opportunity wasn't exactly what you thought it was going to pan out to be. Keep on working on that journey. Look for other opportunities that are definitely going to come your way and then you can make another decision then. So don't have any regrets. Just continue to go with it. Continue to grow and learn and believe that you're going to make it. You're going to achieve your goals. Well, that's it for this episode, guys. Thank you so much for coming back for another episode of the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again, my name is Sabrina. This was a long one, but I hope that you stayed and endured. And if you're here at the end, yay and hooray. I hope that you really enjoyed it. And if you know someone else that would really enjoy this episode as well, or any of my previous episodes that you're familiar with, I encourage you to share it with them as well. Also, if you check the description box, you will see where all the show notes, all the notes for the show, if you need a quick update or you want to share those with someone. Also, um, if you scroll towards the bottom, you can find where to find me on Instagram and my email address for any comments, questions, comments, concerns, or prayer requests. So on that note, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you come back and listen to the rest of the episodes for this week talking about no more negativity, but until then, have a good one and I'll talk to you later. Bye.